0: Good morning. We're excited to have you guys here this morning. We're excited to jump into uh, some fun this morning. As you can tell, the stage is set up a little bit differently. And we have that because this morning we're going to have a conversation. Oh, sorry. Uh, This morning, and the Pastor Michael is going to come up and share. And as we do, I just want to invite you to, to join in the conversation. Uh, listen in to what God is doing in our people in, in here at Summit Church. But before we get to that, I just want to share with you a little bit about life groups. We've been talking about life groups over the last few weeks and talking about what God has in store for us and what God has been doing through our life groups uh, this school year. And as we kind of go, we have a, this pattern of doing a fall life group series, a winter life group series, and a summer life group series. And then in between, our, our life groups continue to meet, but we do these three series together as a whole church. Uh, And Pastor Michael preaches on them, and then we discuss them weekly. And that's what we're going to be starting next week. And the Life Group series we're starting is called One Another. And it's patterned after some of the statements that we see in Scripture. Jesus, when he says, love one another. And then as we look through the writings of of Paul and of Peter, and we see pray for one another, confess with one another, build each other up, build one another up, encourage one another as we kind of talk through these statements, we're going to look at how do we live out this faith with one another? How do we really love one another? And that keeps falling away from me, doesn't it? There we go. For some reason, it just wants to fly today and not stick where it's supposed to. Um, There we go. How's that? So as we talk through this series, our whole purpose is to grow in our relationships with each other as we Live out these one another statements. But we also need to understand that these weren't just for us. Wow, that's just not working. That's not just for us Christians to share these with each other, but it's also for those that we know every day, that we interact with every day, whether they're believers or not. I'm going to invite Mike to come up here as he makes his way up here. But these one another statements are for everyone. We're supposed to love everyone. The same way we, Christ loves us. We're supposed to pray for everyone. We're supposed to lift everyone up. We're supposed to be an encouragement in the workplace, an encouragement at home, an encouragement wherever we are. And that's what we're going to be digging into over the next few weeks. How do we truly live out these one another statements with one another? Not just within the body of Christ, but to the world around us. Now, Mike joined me up here. This is Mike Caldwell, if you guys don't know him. I've been bugging Mike for, I don't know, probably a year to get you up on stage, something like that. <laughs> and as you can see, he's here now. Um, <laughs> sometimes it takes a while. But uh, I do want to just introduce Mike a little bit. We've gotten to know each other through, uh, through a number of different ways, but uh, we have a lot, lot of things we enjoy in common. And one of the things that that we've been talking about is just how God does working or works through us and in us and does some transforming things in our lives when we're willing to step out and let him. And one of the places that God is doing some incredible things is within life groups and within the ministry of doing life together. And hopefully all of you are doing that, whether it's in a life group at Summit or whether it's in another context that God has placed people around you that you can do life together in Christ. And that's what life group is all about. And so what I've invited Mike to come up is kind of just share his testimony uh, just about what God is doing in his life and with his, uh, in his family's life, as well as how God has used life groups and another group that kind of comes out of our life group uh, in a powerful way in transforming his life. So I'm going to turn it over to
1: Mike and give him an opportunity to share. I had no idea how bright it is up here. It's like, <laughs> yikes. Um, so I, I've been involved in life groups uh, for about two years, and I think we've only missed about one session, which was last week. We just couldn't drag ourselves there. But I, it has become such an important part of our lives in those two years. And when I first um, got involved in this, my wife, Terry, had been going, coming to life group for about a year, and she was also involved in a number of Bible studies. And I thought that Life Group was just another Bible study. And she always had to do, you know, all kinds of homework and reading. And I didn't think I really wanted to get into that. And then I, I ran into kind of a low point in my life. My son had written a book. And um, the, when, you, when you write a book, you know, you send a couple of chapters to the editor And they send it back with the changes they want you to make. And so you have to write those chapters over and over again. Well, they kept telling him, you need to make this book more gritty. We need more angst. And I mean, it went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, the the people who who bore the uh, the brunt of all that, uh, well, I I think of it as made-up angst, but maybe not entirely made up, uh, included me uh, because I had a lot to do with how he, he turned out, but it also included the Esses Park School District. And I, I thought he was a little un, unfair uh, in his portrayal of the Esses Park School District in his book. Anyway, we uh, I, I was really bothered by some of the way he interpreted some of the things that had happened to us. and I was a, kind of a low, at a low point. And Terry and I were, uh, um, w- w- I mean, we, we had some conflict over this because it, it was really... Uh, it, it was separating us anyway. So Tommy and I had a talk, and he took out some of the stuff. And uh, you know, for the, those of you who know about um, his book and movie, the 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 movie is the book without all the angst. <laughs> so you know, the movie is, is 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 really upbeat, and and the book is upbeat as well. But uh, um, but the movie is not anyway. So. Because I was at a low point, we needed to talk to some people, and and we talked to several here uh, at through the church. And Aaron was one of them, and he met him, and he seemed like an okay guy. We seemed like we had a lot in common, and so he talked me into starting to come. And uh, once I once I got there, um, I I couldn't believe. I felt myself changing, and. We were a group of that uh, typically were about 15 to 17 people. We meet on Monday nights. Very diverse group, um, ranging from Kalen very young to people who are, no, maybe even older than me. Um, but uh, a, a wide range of interests, wide range of all kinds of things. And it is the bond that we formed is just plum amazing. And so I wanna I wanna share with you some of the little miracles that I've witnessed through this life group over the last couple of years. But again, I want to reinforce that life group is not like a Bible study. Uh, we use the Bible to, to point us in the right direction, but then we get turned loose. It's amazing sometimes how far we don't get in an evening. You know, we cover so few topics because we're, we're so involved with one another. And we, 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 we know about one another within our group. We, we pray for each other, like, you know, all the time. And it's just there'd be miracles here. (laughs) I I mean, I've seen so many of them. Um, So right after I showed up, and I was still a little little low, one of the first people I ran into was Cheryl Little. And she had adopted a project with a a lady who, if you've lived in Esses Park for any time, you've probably seen her walking around the lake. Uh, Her name is Jackie, and she... Is a wonderful person, but um, if 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 the legend is correct, there are days when she walks l- eight laps around the lake. Uh, that's that's about thirty miles. I, I and she doesn't walk very fast, but anyway, she's out there in all kinds of weather, and and the clothing she was wearing was looking pretty shabby. And Cheryl, who is Cheryl's not afraid of anything. Jackie is about as unapproachable as a person could be, I would say, but didn't face Cheryl. And so Cheryl started to form a friendship with her and we decided we we're gonna get her a coat. And since I worked at the Esses Park Mountain Shop, I had a good opportunity to, to get a discount. So we went together and we bought her the a, about as great a down coat as exists. I mean, a really, really great coat. And she's been wearing it um, ever since, but it's also loosened her up. You know, she used to be so to herself and now I see her walking around the lake talking to people, and, and she says hi to me, and uh, um, you know, a, a great change in, in her life. And, um, you know, I, and I, I'm talking about Cheryl at the moment, but everybody in the group that I can think of has got these hidden ministries that they do. Um, another one, or another couple, are Kathy and John Marks. And, um, if, if you don't know them, you make make it a point. Um, I think John must own stock in McDonald's Corporation <laughs> because we go to McDonald's. They go to McDonald's all the time, and a lot of the stories about the people they've run into come from McDonald's. And they're so excited about McDonald's. We actually, we, before our Bible, before our life group on Monday nights many of us meet at McDonald's and have dinner together beforehand. Um, and that's because, well, I guess we just don't get enough of each other, uh, merely with Bible study, but it's just, or, or, or the life group. But uh, anyway, I think Kathy especially has the ability to attract scary people. <laughs> um, it, it, I mean, the, the homeless, the angry, you know, whoever it might be, they all end up talking to Kathy, and she makes big changes in their lives. There was one one fellow she talked about who was Islamic and was very angry at at Christians and the Christian God, and they would battle it out, Kathy and and this fellow, at McDonald's in public, and it, it was glorious. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, really, really great. But she's taken on people who were um, homeless, impoverished, out of work. Um, hers is a never-ending ministry. And I, I could tell stories like this about all the people in our life group. It's just, uh, it's so enriching. But one of the thing, another thing that we, we get the opportunity to do is to pray for people in need. And we have had some really... Um, Um, I mean, praise God for the the miracles he's answered in our behalf, um, at our request. Um, Shortly after we arrived, um, Terry has a a brother-in-law. That's probably not exactly what he is, but close, who uh, very, um, very well grounded in faith. But he developed an absolutely horrible form of cancer that invaded the sinuses. And basically, there was no chance. And, you know, we didn't know to, to pray for healing or just that he'd be comfortable in his passing. But we, you know, we got the bunch of us together, and all of a sudden, he was healed. <laughs> and I, I mean completely healed. I mean, this he was as close to to a terminal situation as you get. And and that miracle um, took place. Um, My wife had a a bunch of health problems that were related to diet and and maybe gluten and who knows what. But we just fought and fought and fought through that. And with the help of the uh, the prayer of our our life group and a lot of other people um, looking in on us as well, um, she went off all medication, got completely recovered, gained 10 pounds, uh, which she needed to gain, and is right right now she d- gets 25,000 steps on her Fitbit every day, <laughs> um, w- which puts a lot of pressure on me, but that's okay. Uh, I also uh, had a, a couple of situations this year. early uh, early in the um, in the summer, I severed my left tricep tendon and had to have surgery um, where they put somebody else's tendon in there to um, to bring it back. But the doctor who did it um, was pretty, pretty proud of his work, uh, Orthopedic Center of the Rockies. Um, but it was a very sketchy surgery, I, at about the limit of anything he's done along these lines. And he was so happy with the outcome, they put a, a display up at, the, up at the Budweiser Center in Loveland about me, me and nine other people who have, have I- I- endured his surgeries and, and done well. Um, <laughs> But I had so much fun having my elbow fixed that I decided to get both my hips replaced. <laughs> and that was just two months ago, and I'm pretty close to 100% just two months later. I had them both done at once, um, but, um, I mean, the, the the rate of healing has been terrific. We went to the lock and Mills Lake yesterday, um, wow. you know, I mean, and there's no sweat. It was fine. <laughs> So, I mean, we just experienced so much healing. Um, but everybody brings, you know, we bring the, the knowledge of our families and friends and everybody, you know, anybody we know who's hurting and lift them up in prayer. And it's amazing how God answers prayer. Uh, and, we, and we've been exceptionally blessed. Um, so, uh, once again, life study is, it, it's, we certainly use the Bible, but it's really about the people in there. And uh, we've got they have got sign up sheets out there, and uh, Terry and I already put our names on it. We're <laughs> we're very very excited about this this whole concept, uh, and I encourage you to do to get involved as well.
0: Uh, before I let Mike go, I just want to want to ask him one more question. Uh, what Mike didn't share is that in the last six months, Mike and Terry have been investing in, in uh, a lady who's terminally ill. And, uh, you know, one of the things that has been remarkable in the context of Life Group is whenever we're going through something, whenever we're struggling individually, we bring it to Life Group and we walk through it together. Um, we don't go through crises alone. We don't go through challenges alone. And when we uh, step out to minister to people, we don't do it alone because we have a family in our life group that we walk with and through all of this together. Uh, but there's a lady who who just, you know, kind of God brought into your life in, in kind of a, a unique way, and one that you didn't necessarily ask for. Yet God opened a door, and through the course of the last six months, you got you and Terry have both shared your faith with her. You've both been praying for it, and we've seen incredible steps of faith and healing. Um, throughout that. But it's also impacted our life group in in a powerful way because our whole life group has been involved in ministering to this lady. And what's remarkable is when we give to others, God turns around and gives right back to us. And when we pour out spiritually to others, God just seems to flow into us. So how, my last question is, and you can answer this briefly, but how has God changed you through your ministry to Angie,
1: it's so healthy to get outside of yourself. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, it. You need people to. To love, mm-hmm. and love is one of those things. The more you spend, the more you have. Mm-hmm. You know, there aren't too many things like that. But 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 you know, love and 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 caring about people is is like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I feel like I'm in that sort of a mindset. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things I do is I'm a fly fishing guide. And uh, my way of doing it is I, every time, and I'm down around the lake a lot, but there's always families with kids going by. And I always, if I get a fish on, hand the rod to the nearest kid and and have them land it. And it's amazing how that opens the door to faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Their doors wanting to be opened everywhere you look. Just just got to do a little looking
0: and that's something that you've been allowing God to do this year and uh, you know that's w- when we step out from our comfort zone and are willing to with the support of those around us that make up who we are as a life group and when we're, we're not stepping out alone we're stepping out together even though we may be the point uh, God just steps out with us and you know I, I have a lot of conversation with Mike over coffee and that's why we're sitting around coffee now but uh, it's a wonderful experience just to hear and listen <laughs> to, to what God is doing and encourage each other. Through the, now you weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> you know, but our, our conversations revolve around this, his heart and his passion to see God use him every day in unique ways. So I would challenge you this morning, what are ways that God can use you uniquely because of who you are? What doors, what places, where has God placed you where he can use you? But along with that, recognize as we do life together, there's always an opportunity for you to be involved in a family, a life group that will walk with you through that so you're never alone. You never feel like you're out there by yourself. And that's what doing life together is all about and whether it's in a formal life group or whether it's in a family group, whether it's in a small group or whether it's you have just a tight group of families that you're connected with, doing life together in the faith is so vital and so important to who we are and how we develop our faith. That is just necessary. We are never meant to do life alone. I'm going to invite um, the Pastor Michael to come up here and the worship team as they uh, lead us in a song, and then Pastor is going to come and share a few words to close us up. But I want to thank you for this opportunity. If you want to get to know Mike a little bit better, feel free to stop by and talk to him. So thank you.